Hey everyone, welcome back to Bridge to the Unknown. I'm your co-host Justin Hamill, and this is episode 3. You know, things are things are crazy, you know, and I've, I you know, I've it, I'm I'm building this because I have to be in constant check of myself when I do this. And it's not easy. And by that I mean like my ego, like I have something to say, like I can like I have the solutions for what the world needs and all like that ego that ego that thinks that like gives you permission to like tell people what to do and what they should do and you know I this is all part of the process of recovering my lost self you know and I existed from this plane and still exist from that but I can see it a lot quicker when it starts to creep up and I noticed something the other day, like I posted something on Facebook in regards to Kanye West and Candace Owens interview. And I started watching Candace Owens and, you know, I, I got excited listening to her. I felt like, holy shit, like she's speaking the fucking truth. You know, she had her aha moment not too long ago. But, you know, I, after talking to the river, as I call her, she helped me gain some perspective on this because I shared those videos with her and asked her what her opinion was. And she told me, she was like, you know, she is speaking the truth. And there are some deep programs that we need to unprogram within us in regards to race and racism and all these sort of things. But I was talking to her about this and I, you know, she told me like what I, she asked me what I felt. And I was like, yo, honestly, like when I listened to her, I got excited and was like, oh man, like I got to get my voice out. Like I got to share this stuff. And she was like, yeah, there you go. There it is. Like if I don't share my message it's not going to be heard in time. And then the ego, you see someone like Candace speaking truth or what I feel is on a deep level speaking truth. Uh, you you feel like you got to go and you got to do it. You got to do this. You got to blah, 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 blah. And she went back and she brought it back to the tree of knowledge and the apples. And so someone like Kanye and Candace you know, they've been gathering these apples. And with, once you grab these apples, it's very easy to give those apples out. Like you think you know something and you figured it out. And especially the way they present themselves, they present themselves as if they figured it out. And I would love to sit down with both of them some point in my life and ask them about this time period because it's about incarnating what's being given to you from spirit and you know 
I, I asked her because I was like, you know, I want to share stuff on the podcast and like this is something that's calling me and, and I want to do this, but I don't, I know that I can't tell you what you should do. And I feel like a lot of people in this community of spiritual seekers and all of this, this is something, this is something that they do and we do. You know, and I don't agree with it. And I don't agree with it because I've had to sit with this and face this. I've been corrected by knowledgeable beings about this, about this behavior. Very intelligent, connected to source individuals. And I do have those people in my life that are very connected to their self, to themselves. A lot more than I am, that's for sure. And so when I get checked by people like that, I it's not them checking me. It's spirit checking me. Because at the end of the day, we are nothing but mirrors for one another. And someone like myself, I feel that I I don't I don't feel. I know I'm a mirror. And I know when I can pull the mirror up. And I know when not to pull it up. That's the work I've, I've done. And the only reason is because of what I've learned with myself and holding the mirror up and having the mirror held up by people that consciously do it. So this is kind of like a, a side note and, and, and kind of like a segue into, into my, my story. And, you know, this is going to be longer than 13 minutes and... It's something that every single time I record these things, like I have things that I haven't shared with you, uh, shared with you guys yet, or I might not ever, but I'm listening to it and I'm hearing myself and I'm, I love what I'm hearing because I'm coming from a heart place and luckily, not luckily, but purposefully people have been placed in my life that I can go to and talk to when I feel some stuff coming up and not not in a sense of like freaking out like oh you got to call your therapist like it wasn't that it was like that at one point like things were fucking going crazy um, my energy's all out of the pl- all out of the place ah, I'm freaking out like I need someone to talk to like what uh, uh, uh. when all I needed like and would call her and we would work through what I was going through and what was going on in my life and, and kind of discern all of this energy. And then at one point I had to break up with her. It was literally like a breakup. You know, she told me that our dynamic and the relationship that we had, it was like this give and take. And I was feeling, I was fulfilling her, her need, like me needing her was fulfilling her ego and soul told her that that's not how it's supposed to be so she cut me off and she was like you have to go through this on your own and then that (laughs) shortly after that that's when somebody moved into my apartment and she was a beautiful individual this story is crazy this is crazy now that I'm talking about it and how Adriana, very, uh, well, Adriana the River, 
uh, she it, it's crazy to think about this right now because I, I I haven't I haven't discerned and dissected and psychoanalyzed myself the way that I am right now on the microphone so the river she told me that we needed to separate for a while and this was my spiritual psychotherapist what however you want to label her very intelligent human being intellect soul sister family like she is oh the heart and she cut it off with me right because i was i was i was using her as a way and i I don't want to say validate but like when i needed her it was just that the, the energetic exchange between her and i was off and my needing her was feeding her ego and then i was also at the same time giving away my own power because i have the ability and i can't go to someone else and go tell me what's wrong that that work has to be done deeply with yourself or with myself and so also when you hear me say your that's i'm not talking to you listening i'm talking to me so adriana split up with me and we had to go our ways so shortly after that this woman that i had been talking to for the last couple years and when i first met her there was this very strong sexual attraction it was like this incredible lust i mean not to get too graphic but i mean like it it was just i won't get too graphic um it was just a very strong, lustrous attraction to this girl. And over the time, it was always about sex. It was always about sex. Like, I was just, that's where I would go with her. And, you know, it was like three years of us kind of like going back and forth, talking and whatnot. Then finally, we hung out one day. And she had been going through some relationship stuff. And this was, like I said, almost four years ago, actually. So she was going through some stuff. And I kind of just like held space for her. We were laying on my bed. Um, cuddling like she was crying like she was going in I, I just gave her the space and gave her a hug I wasn't I wasn't putting myself in a position to like hook up with her I knew that she was going through some stuff so I respected that boundary and gave her that space and <clears throat> then that was one time we hung out and then the next time we hung out was almost like yeah, like two years later, like two, three years later when I got back from Ecuador this last year. So then we hung out and then we ended up having sex. And it was, you know, it was just like a, an experience. And from that point, shortly after, then she moved in here because I had a room for rent. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, why not, you know? It's in, in idea and thought, it sounded like a good idea. And so I offered this to her. And then as I got closer and closer, I started like feeling it in my stomach, like the butterflies, like this person's like, this is someone that you've been attracted to. Uh, you know, she was a heavier set. She was a BBW. She was a big, beautiful woman. Like she's beautiful. And so... <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I I do enjoy my ladies thick, but I enjoy women in general. Like this is just a thing. 
So, uh, so this was something that was like there was so much stuff that I worked through with this relationship with her, and so like it all kind of started the beginning of being conscious of the mirror and using someone to validate what you're doing and because they see you. So this girl moves in, she is in my space. Like this is a space that I have helped create with a couple other people and just, you know, my room, my space, like this is my, this is my safe space. This is my sacred space. This is where I come home to, you know? And I started getting more nervous and nervous about letting somebody into that space and I kind of started getting wishy-washy about her moving in and then finally I just was like okay this is gonna happen so she moves in and things were going you know super well like things were awesome you know like things were just were good like we were meditating together we would do certain things together you know we could be intimate we were having conversations we were doing mirroring work like learning Tara and like just just different things like just playing and having fun and growing and learning and having somebody there to do it with but what happened was is that I became validated and because she had seen me so one night I took mushrooms and one time this one night we took mushrooms or this one night I took mushrooms I think it was about four and a half grams we were sitting in my room and I started like talking to my parents and releasing some of that and, and working through that, which I now that I'm saying it out again, like this is something I think I may have to do again because it is it is a very deeply rooted issue that I challenge with is the forgiveness of my parents. And I was doing that a few months ago and working on it and you know, I just started going into this space and, and she could see me going in and she was she was sober. Like I was just doing the introspective work and talking to myself and, and working through my shit and she was holding space for that. So then we my room was kind of dark and I had candles lit and like the whole space was, you know, my vibe. And then we go next door to my room, uh, her room, my old room. And you can start to see the synchronicities you know, from the walls, like the way they were so dark and dirty and like not dark and dirty, but they were gray and like the ceiling was dirty and we repainted her room, like gave it a fresh clean. But there was still a scar on the wall, you know, and it was a place that I puttied and it like sunk in because the hole was so big and we just kind of left it, you know, like everything else looked pristine in the room. And there was just this one scar and I was, you know, it was right where my bed was. And so we started talking about that, you know, and just the process of like, you know, we can purify ourselves and we can clean and cleanse and everything. And we still have those scars, you know, they're wounds and they're, you know, they're healed properly, you know, and, and they'll, they'll, they're always there, but we don't have to act from that space. And so we started going on this conversation and then she told me something. She was like, you know, Justin, I see you. She's like every time I think you're gonna do something to hurt me she's like you go the other way and then she started saying like she just started saying other things about she's like I see your practice I see the music you listen to I see what you do I see how you cook for yourself you know this I I'm doing my best to live in love 
and to constantly be existing in love. And it's a challenge. It's a real, real, real challenge. But I'm doing the work. And so she saw that. And then I started thinking about the river, this person, because that's kind of when we like, you know, we split a couple months ago and, you know, the room kind of reminded me of her and I just started crying. You know, I felt so much love and, and gratitude for Adriana and I really missed her. And then out of nowhere, the monster showed up. And this girl will tell you that my face like sunk in. I looked like demonic and she was completely sober. Like she freaked out. She flipped the light on. She started burning a bunch of sage. And I literally go over to the wall and I'm like pushing the wall with like an energy or a force from me that I have never felt before. Like it was something very strong. And then all of a sudden I snapped out and I was just like, whoa, like there it was. And I remember being in that state, right? So as I'm on the ground crying, I look, I like kind of pick my head up cause I was in like a child pose or whatever, I guess you would say. I was in child's pose, just kind of like talking and just thinking about Adriana and breathing and all this. And I was crying and like, and all of a sudden I like kind of sit up and look at her with this look. And what I remember was the same look that I looked at her as at was the same feeling that I had when I put my hands around my ex-girlfriend's throat and ended up in jail. It was that like, how dare you see me? You don't deserve this love. I will kill you. That, that is what was coming through me and being projected to her. She freaked out. She freaked out. She turned the light on. She grabbed Sage. She started doing all this shit. And I snapped out. And I just went into this like, oh my God. Like, I, I saw, I saw you. I saw him. Because I wasn't. I wasn't out of a state where like I didn't know what was going on right like I when I go into those spaces I go in to observe myself and you know I it, it was very scary for myself and so from that point from that from that experience right so having to integrate that and like okay now I'm mindful of the monster now I now I, I've seen him he's not just an idea or concept I've actually communicated with him. I was him. I was aware that I was him. I was aware that I was existing as him in the physical world. Something that was internal, completely manifested externally onto somebody else and scared the fuck out of them. So I had to integrate that into my life, you know, and, and contemplate on it, meditate on it. Like how, you know, holy shit. And I mean, that next morning, I literally was so exhausted from from tripping on mushrooms that night. And this has never really happened to me. I mean, it's happened to me on ayahuasca. My body, depending on like how crazy the energy is that goes on, like my body. And this has happened sober, meeting people. This is just something that my body does is when I meet and have those like crazy 
synchronistic divine connection moments my body fuck my body like goes into turmoil like it just is achy it's sore i it's it's so bad sometimes it'll take me 15 to 18 hours literally just staying in bed to recover and you know i don't i don't say this from like a bragging place or you know this is this is just where i am in my work you judge you i hope you don't judge me but if you do like just remember that this is a mirror for you just as much as it is for me so the things that may piss you off or catch you judging or whatever labeling whatever that that's that's your deprogramming to do i'm not carrying that uh so integrating that into my life i then uh had another experience this medicine man that i've been working with and doing uh like spirit linking uh via you know zoom or skype or facebook literally setting up a camera and creating a sacred space and doing uh chants and meditations and singing and and sharing and creating a space uh for mirroring from a very 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 deep connected individual so he had told me that he was like, you and your roommate need to do LSD together. You're like, what? Okay. Didn't really think anything of it. You know, like I wasn't really in the state to do that. This was, you know, maybe a month later. But we took that journey. And the time was right. Someone said something to someone. She, you know, it just, it just showed up. Like they usually do. She, we took one tab and I, you know, I've, I have come from a place of excess in my life. Um, you know, not crazy, but I get to a certain point where things can go bad or, you know, I make the right choice for me and create a different reality. But we we did it, and we took one, and it was incredibly powerful experience. We ended up on my rooftop, and it was kind of raining. We're up on the roof, and all of my you know we started watching Joseph Campbell. We were in my room, and like you know, kind of the come up sort of thing. And then at like the height of it, we were on the roof of my building, and all of my shadows to that current moment the manipulation the arrogance the ego 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 the ego of like i'll let the world know the truth when i think they're ready like standing on my rooftop saying that shit and then like thinking that i could see my whole entire life and how my life was playing out how it was gonna play out like Oh yeah, I know I gotta take care of my my issue with my dad. <laughs> like I'll do that when I whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's not that big of a deal, you know. Kind of like mocking God or mocking spirit. However, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I know something. <laughs> yeah, you th- you think you know something? I know more. That that's the space that I was coming from up on the rooftop. Now she was going through her process as well, which wasn't so external. It was more internal. But I was kind of talking out loud, right? So then, like, we start talking, and it was almost as if there was, like, this 
gelatinous like wall. I don't know if you saw Wonder Woman like when they stepped into that world and it was like they put their hand up like that noise. Uh, <laughs> like that's kind of what was going on. The world was like the apartment building was completely divided down the middle and you know started thinking about the differences in men and women and her and I just like and she just kept going oh my god oh my god like what the fuck Justin like where is this information like she was kind of like oh my god and then finally something happened and there was a switch and I started everything came up and then looking at her and being like you disgust me like why would I ever sleep with you? Like the stuff that like the ego, the shame of allowing yourself to feel and feel love and feel intimate with, you know, is bigger. And then that shame of like, that's disgusting. Like, why would you do that? Like da, da, da. that started coming out and was being projected onto her. And this was really rough. Like this was re- and it was coming out really fucking horrid like horrid you know it'll probably be a little while till her and I talk I've been feeling to email her but we had to take some space and you know we worked through it but after that she was also at the same time she was judging me the whole entire time incredibly like judging me and that is also part of her shadow that we've ta- like we talked about and that we were aware of and stuff like that. And, you know, coming from, like, deep Christian families and, you know, the Dominican, uh, I forgot, like, the Episcopal? I'm not, I'm not sure. I forgot what, like, branch of Christianity, but it was super, 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 like, if, if you were to say that you were into, like, magic or terror, like, you would be, uh, you know, that's, like, devil worship, you know? So she looked at me and she was like, I'm moving out. And in the mean, like her and I, while we were here, we were talking about opening up like this business and planning some trips to Ecuador and and Mexico and all this stuff and blah, 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 and, and building and building and building. And I was working on this documentary and this idea that I have and blah, 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 blah. So I had all these attachments to these ideas and things that were going on in my life at that time and all these things going on in my in my life at that time were were stripped away everything was taken away and somehow everything that i had created was interwoven through this woman this girl so that was all gone so she walked downstairs and she walked into her room and she kept telling me she was like Justin drop the act drop the act I didn't know myself if I was acting I I was so lost I was like I didn't know if I was acting if I could be real if I needed to be in a mental institution like because of the headspace that I went into up on my roof you know I I thought I was going to be admitted like that's that's where I thought I was going to go so then I started feeling all of this incredible guilt and shame and anger and scared and fearful and just frightened, you know, like 
all these ideas, everything was gone. I had lost my identity. I didn't know how to write. I didn't know how to read. I couldn't articulate anything. My speech was gone. I thought I was nothing. Like I was left with nothing. Like felt that. Like felt that. Like that was my reality in that moment. Like you couldn't have told me anything else in that moment but everything that I had been working for and everything I had felt and everything that like was going on and all this energy I had spent doing all this stuff was gone. And I felt like they were things that were really going to go some places. You know, this fucking illusion. It's crazy. And it was all from ego. So I found myself laying in a bathtub full of scalding water like convincing myself that I wasn't going to kill myself. <laughs> like you're not a coward. You're not going to be like, you won't do this. Like, this is not you. Like, why are you? And I just like sink in, come up for air. You know, like it was, it was fucking crazy. Cause I mean, I just am sitting here and I was just so angry and disappointed at myself for the things I had said this loss of like when am I gonna come back like am I ever where am I gonna run like I can't run anywhere the only place I can go is the jungle like what am I gonna do like just go live in the jungle for right now like and that's my life like that's not what I see and that's not what I feel is is my path right now so that was kind of the night of LSD right like then there's you know the coming the coming down and all of that stuff and finally coming back to reality and then having to communicate with Diana and be reminded about what I said and what I did right in front of her you know it immediately took us like three days just to be able to like look at each other and talk to each other like it was so intense here in my apartment like you could walk in and just it like because our energies like it was just oh it, it's heavy even just thinking about it you know but we talked through it and it was hard for her to see my point of view and her to see like wasn't that i couldn't see her point of view i had a hard time getting through to her what was really going on from my stance and it was just it, it, it was just a lot it was a lot to take and it was just something that needed to be separated so that it can do its thing and come back when it needs to come back if it needs to come back uh but it's really crazy this this process the knowledge and the wisdom that comes from these experiences and seeing how important your own intuition is and also how realities shift and how it is possible through psychedelics to be able to put yourself into a state and feel that and lose yourself into that it's like acting but like you're doing the psychotherapy work you're doing psycho magic you're doing these acts that are exposing yourself and I do feel that psychedelics have given me that courage to be able to do that. It wasn't always that way. It wasn't until the last five years of 
my since I was 15 and I'm 33 I mean I took my first mushrooms when I was 15 you know and back then I was completely losing myself I was using them as a way to escape and now I'm now I use them when I use them whether it's ayahuasca LSD mushrooms um, you know some other plant psychoactive plants and and stuff like that and they show up you know I know people that like they create their life around it like every weekend we're here it becomes like a social manner you know they're spirits and and they talk to everyone differently so i need to remember what i was saying in a sense of like talking um so diana you know Diana moved uh, uh, so my roommate and my lady friend at that time my lady friend at that time uh, so she moved out and we needed to have our space and after that like sure you know she moved out a few weeks after you know it was like a month after so actually it was, it was a couple weeks but during that time period, I then ended up working with George Del Barrio, the artist that I had mentioned in episode, I think, one. And George had put me in this gallery space that was like we completely blacked out for a camera obscura installation with over like 44 different lenses, dioptic lenses. So there was different uh, distances between each image that was projected from the bridge outside and like the skyline you can see the Freedom Tower in a, in a Goa, Goanis loft. Like, it, it was it was pretty crazy. Like, we were on New York One for it and stuff like that. I got to be interviewed on New York One. And, and yeah, so... Uh, but what, what happened was is I found myself in a very dark period after having to deal and accept what I did, where I was coming from, and where I was existing from, because really what I had awakened to was that I was using her at a subconscious level to validate my spiritual ego. Because she saw me, it was like, oh, I'm seen. I'm seen now. So at the beginning, I was worried about being seen, right? Like I had said, I had had that feeling in my stomach, like I was nervous to be seen. And then all of a sudden, I'm seen and it fucking feeds me. It's like, oh, yeah, this is great. I know this and this and we could do Reiki sessions and da 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 Like there's so much about, I mean, my spiritual practice is something that's super sacred to me. And, you know, even when I think about what I just said and like how we were talking about being able to like host things and I'm not there yet. I, I, I don't feel, actually I shouldn't say that because I, I, I very well could do that. I very well could. But... I don't feel the call to do that. That's not, that's for me. That's my practice. And if I share, it's for very intimate connections with people and spirit. It's for that space. So I guess what I was trying to say the validation of the ego, the spiritual ego, which is there. So 
I was feeling very angry and disappointed and shameful and guilty for the way that I acted. Really was incredibly disrespectful and rude and just disgusting. It was despicable, really. So I found myself working in a gallery that was blacked out all by like this deep, deep plastic. So when you walk in, it's the complete darkness. For almost two weeks, I worked in this gallery and, and helped create images and worked with this incredible, this incredibly talented artist and another artist and got to meet some people and met Cersei, my partner from this podcast now. You know, and really seeing how art imitates life. You know, that that process, that, that idea, that theory, that thing that artists talk about. Like, I felt that and I saw it firsthand. The whole entire, like, nine, ten days that we were working, it was completely rainy and shitty so we couldn't even see like the best uh the best pictures like the like you couldn't even see the best quality of the images that were projected into the gallery it was it was crazy and then the night of the day of the opening because we did it in the morning because the light was the best and we did it till about five or four uh the day of the opening it just was It just opened up blues and all this stuff and sharing with the people and then being able to, while I wasn't working, to be able to recognize art, you know, to see that this show working through the darkness, like that whole theory, that whole philosophy that I live by is like working through the darkness from my ayahuasca journeys, from the visions that I've had, everything made sense and everything is making sense. So it's just about, you know, I just, I, I just kind of wanted to talk today, you know, cause I think at some level, like I mentioned the beginning with like Kanye West and Candace Owens, it's like, stop telling the world what they should do and stop acting like, you know, something because you don't know anything. And I'm grateful that I was humbled by my teacher today, you know, because it's not that I think that she's wrong. I think that the approach is wrong. Like every generation, everything, there's always preachers and people saying, you got to do this. 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 And it's just a projection of what that person needs. You can like, can you guys see that? Can you see that? (laughs) Like everything in this reality that you're living in is nothing but a mirror nothing but it like if there's something i could tell you and be like this is what you should do you should wake up to that fact and if you find yourself resistance or resistant to that ask yourself what is causing me to be resistant of that idea that this reality is a mirror that no I'm not projecting 
what? Like you're constantly projecting every single day. I have to check myself. I do check myself. I don't want to get preachy because like that's kind of where I go with being hard on myself is that space. You need to do this. Da, da, da. You're not doing this enough. Da, da, da. Like, that's where I go. That's that's how hard I am on myself. And then imagine having to combat that. Like coming out on the other side, like so defeated. Like how are you going to get anything done when you're that hard on somebody? And that's how my parents, that's how my dad was. Just super strict and all over my shit. It could never be right. I was never right. I was never allowed to express myself. So, you know, it's been about 40 minutes. That was something that came up. You know, I talked to Adriana today and, you know, that she shared some things. And, you know, she's like, Justin, I'm sharing these things with you and you do with them as you please. They're not my theories. They're not my ideas. She's like, you'll know where you're coming from. She's like, are you just regurgitating what I'm telling you and sharing it with other people? Or are you really feeling what you're saying and allowing yourself to connect to yourself and receive your mirror? Enjoy your evening, guys. Peace.